ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Castle Collective. I am your host, Sean Rapier, and joining me this week, we have got such a fantastic panel of collective members. He is the family man of Disneyland, Joel Skellington. Welcome back to the show. Howdy, hey. And of course, she has worked not only at uh, Disney World, but also on the Disney Cruise Lines. And when you were walking around Disney World, let's just say you may have seen her, you may have seen Mary Poppins, who knows what you're seeing. She is C. Shelley. Welcome aboard. (laughs) And he also was a Disney World employee. He is the Skipper. Welcome back, Skipper Rob. Uh, For those of you who... uh... I've enjoyed listening to Shelly. Uh, I am responsible for her, so I will take full credit. That's for true. Bringing her into the collective. <laughs> yes, Rob Hello, is Shelly's father. Yes. <laughs> oh, not not I full responsibility. Breaking news, Maury. <laughs> so you guys worked together, right? N- no, actually, uh, we both worked at Disney World at around the same time, but we were friends. We were in the same like friend circle went to church together and so and i i dj'd her wedding oh i didn't know that no yeah oh yeah that is awesome rob and i go back to 2005 or something like that i think Uh, and she was my wing person when i went to uh cedar point and i wore her out and so he loves the roller coaster and Shelly is, so much- is our newest member by by quite a bit. And I feel a kinship with Shelly because she loves Disneyland and she loves the Dodgers. Uh, two things that are remarkably important in my life as well. So it is time for Dodger baseball. That would be my <laughs> second job after this that I would like to have. Absolutely. Disney connoisseur and Dodger announcer. That would be the ultimate. Tonight, we're just going down the Disney path. And uh, we're calling this uh, a park for the ages. See what I did there? That's because not only is it a great park for the ages of time, but tonight the assignment for the collective was to think of the best attraction for different age groups. And I will say up front, it was really hard to divide the ages. We didn't want to have too many but we, uh, you know, we didn't want too much crossover either. But then also, as I was looking at it, there's a big difference between little kids. And when you get older, that chasm gets a lot bigger as far as what the age spread is. And uh, I did ask the collective, I said, do these numbers look okay? And I said, please do not come back and say that the last group should just be 49 and over, that that would be unacceptable as I am 49. And actually, Joel, are you... Oh, I'm 49. You're 49 as well. Oh, wow. You're pushing me into 50 already. No, 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 no. No, Joel and I are the same age. So anyway, we were very careful with all of that. So basically the assignment, we're going to start off with kids ages four through eight. And I want to be clear as to why we started with four through eight. While there are great things to do with a kid when they're one, two, three years old, you know, how much do they know? How much do they really know? And it's kind of all over the place, four to eight. And granted, an eight-year-old's a little different than a four-year-old for sure, but we had to start somewhere. So what is the ideal attraction? And so that our audience knows, 
they do have to be current attractions. It can be a ride. It can be a show. It cannot be a restaurant or something like that. And uh, it could be in either of the parks. It could be at Disneyland or DCA. And it can't just be an activity like watching fireworks or, or I guess fireworks is a show. Walk around the park is not uh, an attraction. So it has to be some form of Disney sanctioned attraction. So, all right, let's try to decide what is the greatest attraction for kids ages four through eight. Why don't we start with C. Shelley? What you got? All right. So these were all very tough, but I landed on, I think I'm going to put at the top of my list. I landed on the cars ride radiator Springs racers. Nice. In a DCA California adventure. All right. I, I, well, judging by the line, I think that that's a pretty popular choice by judging by the fact that the line is always over an hour, but uh, how did you arrive at that? Yeah, I, I think it was one that I felt needed to be a winner in one of these categories. It's a great family ride. It's really fun. Um, it's creative. It's beautiful. The music makes me happy. It goes fast and it goes slow. But I landed on this age group mainly because of what the attractiveness to them may be knowing the movies. Um and some, well, they've made so many cars movies, it feels like, <laughs> plus the planes, all that. So that it's been popular, you know, as of more recently. So I just, I think, I think the youngest bracket probably can also get a thrill out of that ride. Like almost maybe be a little nervous, but, mm-hmm. but want to go anyway. Um, so yeah. that is what I chose. I, I also love it. in uh, Frozen the Musical, which isn't playing right this very second at Disney California Adventure. But I mean, what four and five-year-old girl doesn't want to be there? So that was I, my runner-up. And I will say, I think that you're wise because I know, I think you're wise making it the Radiator Racers attraction because I do know some eight-year-old boys that are not going to the Frozen sing-along. Exactly. So, uh, not all. I would go. Uh, but... Um, yeah, I think that's a great, great idea. Let's go uh, over to you, uh, Joel Skellington. What you got? Uh, I got the classic spooky haunted house um, of Disneyland. For me, I'm kicking it right there. I got to start them young, understanding that you can have fun in fear. Um, and my uh, my middle child. And resent uh, you. No, oh, so wrong. They love me forever for it. And perhaps this is why they are so intrigued by Disneyland and things like uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and such is my early indoctrination there. Uh, You got the chance you can cover their eyes, uh, but there's so much fun there. Yes, there's some fear in the latter half um, or in the early half. Anyway, it's, I don't know, for me, there's no fear in it. It's just generally just fun. And my middle child, when we were going one year, he all he talked about was wanting to go to the spooky haunted house. He was like five or so at the time. That's all he wanted was spooky haunted house. Spooky haunted so, house. Yeah. At five. Okay. See, I think of the haunted mansion as a little scary for that age, but uh, you know, I looking back, I did always take my kids on it and you know, when they were little, but uh, I've, I have seen kids really scared in there, but you know what mm. I think is scarier is the opening 
rather yes. than the ride itself. It's standing there and the loud noise and the stretching room and people screaming and it's pitch black. And so, yeah, yeah. no, that is, I, I actually would concur. That is probably the scariest part. And that's when you just kind of grab their ears and look into your face and go, Hey, we're all good here. Everything's <laughs> good. Just look at me. Well, and I do want to give a shout out to Sean Solo, who was unable to join us, but I don't know if he was unable to make it or if he just knew that he would choose Haunted Mansion for every age. He would. And there was yeah. really no point in him being here. So I think that yeah. was that was his MO. Oh. So good choice. All right, Skipper Rob, what you got? Ages four through eight. Well, you know, uh, after being a Haunted Mansion butler, that's why I was really against Joe. I had seen so many kids walk away in fear and mm. crying. And it's really sad to see an eight-year-old boy who's like really coming into himself scared out of his wits after coming out of the the stretch room and we have what is called the hall of of uh fear or the and that's where we escort them out of the ride before we even know like they go through the stretch room they're like they can't handle it and so we escort them out so that's why i was kind of like giving them a little bit of grief there but uh i'm gonna break the rules just like nick galetti would and here we go folks uh you have neglected those zero to fours and, uh, you know, there's there's a couple of people. I have one ride, the ultimate ride, that will please any three-year-old, two-year-old. And it's none other than my favorite. It's time for lemonade and cracker jack. Casey Junior's back. Casey Junior's yes. Right? Okay. I mean, there's so many great things about that ride. Okay? Casey Junior, kids love trains. You put a, like a two-year-old on there, and then you put them in the cage, and we're like, we're animals. Like, yeah, I'm an animal, right? And then you go on the ride, and it's just fun. And then you got the song that will be an earworm for the rest of their lives. I mean, Beautiful. it's just a great ride. So that is just, if, if we're going to do zero to four, that's the one. Because there's probably like, you know, new people out there listening going, well, I've never been. What should I take my two-year-old on? Casey Jr., folks. Okay, now moving well on to the. I never wanted to ride that ride when I was a little kid. Never. Never. Oh, I Shelly, I love it. I was like, what's that? But <laughs> I love you, Rob. And I think yeah. you're still probably right. I think I'm the weirdo. But that was the one in Fantasyland that I was like, I'm good. Even at three, <laughs> I didn't uh-huh. want to go on it. I don't recall yeah. writing that until I was in my 30s. Is the first time I recall ever writing that. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I don't know why I love that ride so much. But as a 30 40 something year old person i have enjoyed that ride thoroughly well there is so, a 30 uh, to 45 age bracket rob you could have saved it yes. <laughs> so. For 30 to 45 year olds uh, casey jr circus number trip. one <laughs> yeah. so i know you've never been to this park before i'm gonna take you on my favorite ride we we've grown up together here we go okay so uh your four to eight year olds, uh, uh, so many great rides. I, I really wanted to say Mr. Toads because kids love the the idea of driving. But you know what? The 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 competition and having a little bit of fun and just the visuals, and so that all goes to Toy Story Mania. I just mm. think that it for those kids, they would just have a blast. Uh, just like like making messes and shooting things. I just think, you know, Buzz Lightyear is pretty cool, but Toy Story Mania, I just think is even better. So yeah, I, that's the one I think would be great for the four to eight year olds. I did not even, that one did not even cross my radar, but the more I think about it, I think it's brilliant. And the reason I think it's such a smart choice, Rob, is they can kind of grow with the ride when you're four, you're yeah. not looking at the points. 
when you're right. seven and eight, you start looking at the points more. When you're yeah. four, you're looking at the story. Yeah, Rob, wow. Well played. That is awesome. And the other reason I didn't choose racers, because r- r- I was recently on racers with a six-year-old girl who just did not like it at all. It was really scary mm. and loud and fast. So it's kind of one of those rides that it's perfect for like a 10-year-old. So that's why I didn't choose it. So I'm just like right. poo-pooing on everybody's ideas. Sorry. So <laughs> keep going. If what we'll start doing is we'll all share, then we'll turn to Rob for why we're wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now with a counterpoint, Rob Ferrer. <laughs> um, so, so I am going to, I think, surprise you all with my choice. Um, and it's based on experience. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I have eight children, but uh, most of them we adopted when they were older. We adopted a nine-year-old, a, a 13-year-old, an 18-year-old. But we we did have four kids who were young. Um, and this is a ride that has gotten no love whatsoever in the collective. It's one of the ones that if we ever talk about tearing out anything, it's almost always right there yet for, I, I think for kids ages four through eight, Autopia is the ultimate ride. I think Autopia is the ultimate because they are truly affecting the steering even though if you steer into the rail at the wrong time, it gives you worse whiplash than the Matterhorn because it just will throw you. But you're controlling the gas, you're controlling the brake, and kids want to drive. And it's so big and so open, and you're not sure where you're going. There's a little bit of a safety rail there, but you are truly driving. And I have seen my kids, sons and daughters, when they were this age, almost in awe. They have the safety that I'm sitting next to them or, you know, my wife is, but they are driving a car and it's such a whimsical, fun place to be. And you get to see all this stuff and, but you really can't get hurt. You you know, if you run into someone or you, you know, again, you, you turn and you kind of hit that little track thing, you can't really get hurt. It's a lot of fun. So for me, Autopia, that might shock everybody because again, there's kind of a, kind of a theme with the collective that, you know, Hey, if we're going to tear something out, it takes up a lot of real estate. So. Oh, I, counterpoint. I, like that I love that idea. Sean. Shelly, I'm so glad. I, I'm glad. That I you almost went with that. And then went with cars instead, just because, you know, the movies and the excitement of it, but I loved Autopia when I was younger and any little kids I've gone with, that's like a don't miss for sure. It seems yeah. like you're discounting a sunburn as being hurt. <laughs> Um, which mm. is going to happen on Autopia. And when you're talking four to eight, this is with a parent ride along, unless you have an exceptionally yes. tall yeah. child, which I agree with. Once they get more into the next group, my experience, they can only barely hit the gas pedal, but they can go by themselves, which means you might be waiting an extra 15, 20 minutes for them to come across the line because they can't quite actually ride in the car. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and I will say, one improvement they have made at Disneyland though, it used to be Joel that you would get a killer sunburn. Then you would get on the ride itself. Now they at least are shaded. So, Oh, oh good. Yeah. Good. Rob, Rob counterpoint. Counterpoint. Uh, uh, gas 
smoke inhalation. So there's that, you know. I love that. Out. Yeah, it's just like, it's the worst. It's A little bit worst. of a high but, right there. Right. But I do agree, Sean. I remember, uh, for those of you who are not aware of this park, it's called Lagoon here in Utah. One of my favorite rides was the car drive, the car ride, mm. where you get to drive. The idea of having that power, I agree. I am a big boy now because I can drive a car. Like, I love that. That was my favorite thing. So I do agree. I I, uh, I just have to say, um, you know, someday Disney will recognize my my genius, my brilliant uh, sense of humor. I would love to re to, to give Autopia a slogan: "Show up tired, leave exhausted." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be okay sorry about that not sorry here we go um anybody want to throw out any honorable mentions for this age group mr any? toad was my honorable mention because of the car driving thing like i loved being able to do that and uh that was my honorable mention yeah i i had uh i had peter pan as an honorable mention on this one for this age um, you know, Peter Pan's great for all ages, but something about when you're four, five, six, especially that magic that you're flying and trying to figure out forced perspective and just being up in the air and the lights and Peter Pan's pretty incredible. All right. If there's nothing else, let's move on. Then tweens is our next category ages nine through 13. And uh, this time we're going to mix it up and start with Skipper Rob. What you got for nine ages, nine through 13. What is the best attraction? Okay. All right. So now I have to like cue up the music here. Cause I'm all excited <laughs> about this ride. Um, I, I was trying to figure out like, what is a great introductory ride for the kids who are ready to have a little bit of a thrill, right? What is that ride for them? Well, of course, it's none other than, oh man, it's not even here. I can't find it. But of course, Space Mountain. I think Space mm. Mountain is like the perfect like coaster. It. Um, it's so good. And like the, I just realized though, the anticipation for that ride is like probably my favorite part of the ride. And then once you go on it, you're like, it's not that bad, but it's like dark. And so you don't know what's around you. But I think it's perfect for kids. Just like those tweens are like, let's do it. Let's let's get right into this introductory coaster. So that's the one I would choose. Love it. Great, great choice. Uh, let's go over to uh, Joel Skellington. Uh, I, too, am going with the coaster thrill ride, but I'm going with the Incredicoaster. Mm. Um, some of it is a personal experience back when it was the old California screaming. Uh, my son technically was turning eight for the purpose of the stories and the age group. I'll say he was turning nine. Um, and, uh, and his one goal was to ride uh, Incredicoaster eight times in a row. Uh, I made about <laughs> three um, before I had to tap out. But uh, but for him, that was such a thrill. And uh, my other kids, too, wanting to go on it, being scared uh, at that time, nearly in tears at the beginning, and then by the end, wanting to go on it again. I mean, it's just, it's a great thrill ride and just a fun excitement. Love it. Great, great choice. And it is, it's thrilling, but it's not so thrilling that it's, you know, it's over the top. So good, good call. See, Shelly, what do you think for this age? Well, 
Luckily, I have some alternates, but I absolutely went with Space Mountain. Oh, with a lot okay. of exclamation points on my notepad, actually. <laughs> yeah, keep going, though. I want to hear your explanations. I mean, it really does have to do with the fact that it's like, it's in the dark. It's that one that you're building up to. Like you just got, you have to make yourself go on. And I, from my own personal experience, I didn't go on it until I was 11. Mm. And my brother tried to get me on that ride from the time I was tall enough, which I'm sure happened at, I don't know, six or seven or something, but too scared, too scared, too scared. And then finally I went uh, to Disneyland one time with my sister-in-law. So it was my brother's wife by that point. And she had her like, nieces down from Oregon and all this stuff. And we went and because he wasn't there, I didn't, I didn't have my, the cop out to be able to get out of it. And so I just bucked up and went and I'll never forget that experience because I loved it so much. A and two, he was so mad that I went on it after he had tried to get me on it for so long. And then he's like, what? She got you on the ride. So (laughs) I just have a really vivid memory of that whole experience. And I was 11, which fits right into this age bracket and it blew my mind. And honestly, it's, it's really still my favorite ride to this day. So I don't know. I don't know if you can beat Space Mountain for that age group, but one alternate um, that I also put really just because of uh, the times right now in the movie that just came out, you'll love this Skipper Rob, but I did put Jungle Cruise just because I think mm. that's the age group that's what, well, I teach this age group. Mm. Um mm as a profession and they have all seen this movie recently and they're pretty hyped up on it. And so because of the hype of the movie, right this second, I feel like if a kid this age was going to go to Disneyland, they would want to ride jungle cruise just because they had probably recently seen the movie and it's a classic anyway. Oh, very and they good. Except dad jokes at that point too, without it being too much over the top. <laughs> still they pretend they don't like them, but they like them. Uh, I, they don't like them, Joel. They are, love them. They <laughs> love them. <laughs> You've got better kids than I do. So uh, that is awesome. Great choices. And I'm I'm going to swerve here. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, I was, and again, there's kind of this gap from nine to thirteen. A nine year old, very different from a thirteen year old, but we had to draw a line somewhere. Uh, I ended up going with Splash Mountain. Uh, and the reason I went with Splash Mountain is it's got the whimsy for the more nine-year-olds. It's got uh, the one thrill drop, but it's just one. So it's that built-up anticipation, but it's just the one. You get wet, and in my opinion, the younger you are, the more willing you are to walk around wet and not worry about it. Um, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got the whimsy for the younger portion of it, the thrills for the older portion of it. And, uh, and you get wet. I think it's got a little bit of everything for the nine to 13 year old tweens. So that was my choice. This to me was the hardest group, um, to, to, to call out because there are just so many attractions that this age group loves. And to me, nine to 13 is the golden age for Disneyland. You can ride everything. You can understand everything, you know, it's it's really a, a fantastic place. You're not really too old yet for anything, but you're not really too young for anything either. So I love this age, and uh, that's that's my take. Any other thoughts on uh, tweens ages 9 to 13? 
Any counterpoints, Rob? No, no counterpoints. I think they're all great rides. My runner-up was the Matterhorn. I think that's a great introductory coaster as well. Totally, but, uh, totally agree. Yeah, that's a good one. While your well, body can still take it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I rode it last weekend. Still recovering. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. Joel I, says never again. Oh, it happened. Oh, I did. I rode it last weekend and actually was in the front car, which is helpful because you can brace yourself for what's coming. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. There it, are it, certain dips and corners where all your body can do is go, like <laughs> the whole rack. <laughs> It is the older I get. Yeah. I don't think anyone is going to have for our over 65 that that is the number one recommended, but let's move on. Let's go to our teenagers ages 14 to 19. See Shelly, what do you think? So this one was hard for me because this is an age group where you have, you're probably real excited to be there if you enjoy Disney, but also you have solidified who you are. So like you have a niche by this time, mm. like you're, you're going after something and you probably have strong opinions and certain things you wouldn't like. So, but I went with the, uh, the new rise of the resistance star Wars ride mm. mainly because it's so technically mind blowing if you'll recall, Skipper Rob, I think I sent you a Marco Polo when I got off that ride for the first time, and it was just babbling, screeching of how amazing <laughs> it was. So, I, I mean, I had to put that ride somewhere, and so I went with this age group. I nice. think there's something to appreciate about it. Uh, very no well what. played. I think that's a super solid choice. It's another one that plays to a lot of ages, but I think you nailed it. Those teenagers... It's got the, the the thrills and the fantasy, and let's face it, that age, so many of them are into Star Wars that mm-hmm. I think it, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, Joel Skellington. Yes, I am going uh, upping the ante of the thrill and the excitement. That's how I remember at least the teenage years uh, was uh, I didn't want to sit down in a boring, you know, old dark ride and just, you know, watch Ariel or whatever it is. Um <laughs> So I'm going with uh, uh, the old Guardians of the Galaxy. I figured um, that would make it onto this one. Yes. It, it's just, besides the excitement and the thrill, it's a, it's a fun movie. I think a lot in those age are going to be familiar with the movie and its uh, snarkiness, uh, which plays into teenagerness uh, so very much uh, with uh, Rocket Raccoon being such the lead in that ride too, being the, the king of the snarkiness, um, the changes that are all in there. Did you see this one? Did you see that one? Uh, all as well. Fantastic for a group when you're getting the photo there and the cart, um, I think is, is all areas that would play into, to that excitement in that age group. Beautifully put. Love it. I, I knew, I knew this was going to hit that group because I, I agree. It hits pretty squarely on, uh, what that age group is into. It kind of, uh, pushes all the buttons, Skipper Rob, ages 14 to 19, what you got? Let's go in a time machine. California screaming, everybody. (laughs) Anyway, I just love this part. Three, two, one. 
Anyway, uh, love the California it's, screaming. Love I, did, I love that part. I remember the first time I went on it, I just loved that part. That da, 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 I just love that. But yeah, Incredicoaster now. I I am a sh- I am I am a generation behind y'all, but I I don't like to uh, frighten my kids and uh, you know I I think about my maturity where I was at these different levels and so California Screaming or uh, Incredicoaster I would just do over and over and over again and I think it's good for this age group of teens because they can stand outside they can bear the heat they can just go on it over and over again they can go get that cookie eat it in line go on the ride and not puke so i think uh what is it called the jack jack cookie jack, jack, right cookie yeah. Jack, jack. Yeah. cookie yeah. num num so yeah that's where i that was my vote uh so i was at disneyland last weekend as you all know because i kept texting you all um and i went on in credit coaster once once not twice once my son went on it twice i went on it once i swear by the end of it i'm barely holding it together (laughs) and the thought of going on it again just is beyond me so my stomach can only handle that ride once but i agree it is that that is the age group that 14 to 19 is is spot on so Awesome. Yeah. And I, my wife can't do it anymore either. She went on it last time and she was like done for the night. Luckily we did it at the end of the night, but she mm. was not feeling good. So yeah. That so, one I can still do a few times in a row. Skip really? But some Shelley. of the ones we came across at our last amusement park were of the 90 mile per hour variety and those could not be done twice, but I can do a credit coaster twice, three times. Well, I'm I'm impressed. There is something about that ride that by by the last twenty seconds or so, I'm barely holding my stomach together. That's that's about all I got left in me. So yeah, that's impressive. Uh, I actually had all three of your attractions on my fourteen to nineteen year old and jumped around and erased and deleted. So I support everything you guys said. In the end, I landed on Guardians of the Galaxy. For, for 14 to 19, I just, it is, uh, I think to your point, Joel, it is so snarky and so hilarious and so fun. Um, by the way, interesting side note, something that we got to see when we went on it this past weekend. Um, if you've been on it, you know that uh, Rocket the Raccoon, you know, you go into the, the library area and uh, the keeper is telling you all, what he's doing and then uh, rocket shows up and mutes the television and there's an animatronic of him that goes back and forth and tells you what's going to happen the animatronic was not working uh but it was covered you could actually see where he was but had a, like a tarp over it they have a video that they show of rocket mm-hmm. so it's like he is split screen with the uh what's his name the curator so the collector um for the tivin collection so i thought that was interesting that was a new one for us we had never seen that before they have a backup plan when rocket is not functioning so (laughs) i i just think that that is such a thrill such a and i think especially for the 14 and 15 year olds that's an i'm i'm a big boy i'm a big girl now you know i'm ready to take on the big thrills although i do have one daughter who's in her 20s who has been on it once and that was it. And she said she will never go on it again. So, um, and then in honor of the same thing that Skipper Rob said, uh, I love 
same thing he said about Incredicoaster. I love Guardians and I miss Tower of Terror. I, so sad. I just wish they would have built them next to each other. I want both attractions. I love Guardians, but I love that I can still go to Florida and get the uh, get the experience of Tower of Terror because Tower Amen. of Terror was awesome. All right. Uh, I think that this, this group was the hardest for me to nail down. I don't know about you guys, but I could have made arguments for all of the attractions you said, but also for Big Thunder, for Space Mountain, for Matterhorn, like anything that's a thrill, um, as well as... Um, Smuggler's Run, as well as, uh, you know, I mean, really any of them. Rise of the Resistance was was my leader for a while there, so I was with you, Shelly. But, I mean, it's a great park for teenagers. So, if there are no other thoughts on the 14 to 19-year-olds, we will scoot right along to the 20-somethings, which I personally found this to be pretty darn challenging. How do you differentiate the 20-something? So, I really tried to put my my mind to where I was just 29 short years ago. Uh, And with that, Joel Skellington, what you got for 20 somethings? Yeah. As as you were saying too, I was trying to find a way to nail down my, how I would approach this. And I decided to think about 20 somethings. My mind came to love. Um, And as such, I went with Splash Mountain. Specifically, nice. the back row of Splash Mountain, where you can actually <laughs> sit side by side. Um, this also gives you a chance as you're there with the uh, person that you love. Um, most of the ride, you can sit there and chat. You can enjoy sharing jokes, saying, did he just say, uh, show us your bum? And you're like, I think he did just sing, show us your bum. Um, <laughs> Pretty good. And- show us your bum. <laughs> so... Uh, and then, of course, the thrill rides. Every time water comes, you know you're probably trying to either uh, shield yourself with your uh, significant other or otherwise uh, avoid that. Um, so it just allows a lot of time for togetherness, uh, for love. Um, for me, I did have a backup, but it's going back into the history um, of the parks, and that would be Matterhorn before they made everything an individual seat. And you were all just kind of stuck together with a single uh, seat belt. Uh, serves a lot of the same purposes. Yeah, it's funny. When I went back to t- my 20s, I was thinking about it in the context of a ride, not in desperately wanting to meet someone. So that's, uh, I think you you approached it from a good 20-something mindset of, uh, of really wanting to connect with somebody. So that was good. Yeah, Splash Mountain's another one of those that is one of the more universal that could fit into a lot of these categories. So very good. Love it. Great selection. Uh, Skipper Rob, what you got for 20 somethings. And again, this, this runs from 20 to 29, kind of a, a big, uh, a big group there. Yeah. Um, so you guys already mentioned guardians guardians was on my list. So, uh, just because that's a good one just to write over and over again and mm-hmm. do the different variations, right? That's the greatest thing about guardians is the variations that like you can go on it multiple times. Right. And I think that movie really speaks to that generation, but I would like to name a, uh, an attraction that hasn't been named yet since we've already done guardians. So the wow. alternative is what, Wow, wow, I'm what? just impressed that, that there's a, a new attraction coming into the mix. Yes, and it is Spider-Man. 
Um, mm. The more I've gone on it, it grows on me. And it gets better and better for me because I want to beat the scores. I want to beat the people around me. And I think <clears throat> there's a special nuance to it, especially with our 20-somethings who are like uber nerds, right? And who want to buy the gadgets and do the things. And the, a lot of this generation have grown up like playing com- computers and games in their basements, right? I'm thinking of my nephews, right? But uh, (laughs) them jumping onto this ride and like Spider-Man and the whole Marvel universe, I think really appeals to that 20-something because they've grown up with these Marvel movies and they've gone through this whole thing. Like if they go into the park, like this is where they're going to go because I'm thinking about that generation, the Marvel generation, and they would enjoy that ride the most. That is brilliant, Rob. I did not even think about that. But part of that is my own hang up of I thought it was a good attraction. I thought it was a fun attraction. I didn't think it was as amazing as the amazing Spider-Man. Um, I thought it was really good. But when I think about my my I have several 20 somethings, almost all of them are way into Marvel. And so I think you're onto something and I agree it grows. The more you go on it, like the better it gets. So there's a frenetic energy to that ride that really fits well with 20 somethings. Good call. Yes. All right. uh, See Shelly, what you got for 20 somethings. So I had gone with guardians in this age group. Um, I have some alternates though. And I, but I do just want to plug tower of terror if I can. Mm. Just right? a few yes. seconds. Right. <laughs> I I liked it so I love it so much more. Um mm, that's a okay. big draw for Disney World for me these days is because I love Tower of Terror and Guardians doesn't do a lot for me, but I'm not a huge fan of those particular movies. I like a lot of the Marvel movies, but those ones particularly didn't speak speak to me very very much so i am one of those that like went into mourning when it changed to guardians from from tower of terror and uh but tower of terror was a ride that i rode over and over and over during this age time and in my 30s and really still i love to play the dead body and all that just doing the crazy (laughs) stuff on that ride so i did have that one um and I also stuck Toy Story Mania in this one. So I was on a little bit of the same wavelength as you, Rob. Um, I hadn't quite gotten to the Spider-Man yet, which makes more sense. I've ridden that one once, um, which was sort of a funny experience because I didn't know what it was before I went on it. And I thought it was like a thrill ride. And then the bar didn't come down very far. So I was panicking. And then I realized I was just playing <laughs> a game. Anyways. But I... Uh, Toy Story Mania is also something that I rode over and over and over again, during 20s, 30s, all of it, just to try to beat the score. So I had that one on this list. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And let me Love let it. me add on with Tower of Terror. Um, I never went on the California Tower of Terror uh, when it was first built. I went on, the first time I went on Tower of Terror was the one at MGM Studios, when it was MGM Studios. Mm. And um, that's where I first went on it. And I, it, it was just an amazing ride. This is circa 2004. And then when I went on the tower of terror in California, I realized the one in, in Florida is so much better. You, you don't, you don't walk through some hallway and then go up. Right. I love how in Florida you go all the way up and then you go through the room yeah. and then you drop mm-hmm. that. It's so much cooler in Florida. It's, it's a much better building, but, that's why I didn't mourn Tower of Terror in mm. 
in California because it really yeah. fits Guardians better. But it is kind of sad because it's the Hollywood Tower of Terror and it was in California and now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So the irony of it all being yeah. gone now is kind of funny. Don't get me started. I'm really bad about change, you guys. Like I yeah, I don't I don't do well. I am a full blown nostalgic guru when it comes <laughs> to all my Disneyland rides. So I take a while to warm up. I, I tend to be the same way. Uh, I fight it, fight it, fight it. Then it happens. My problem is I usually like both. Like I love Runaway Railroad. I love it. Oh, how I love Runaway so Railroad. Good. Until I think about the fact that it replaced the great movie ride, then I hate it. Why did the great movie ride have to go? So I tend to kind of go go that way with things. So uh, for me, 20-somethings, I've got uh, Rise of the Resistance for 20-somethings. I feel like it's got that combination of action. And I also tried to think about kind of when the newer Star Wars films came out. And when I say newer, I mean 20 years ago, whatever. (laughs) Then when they started coming out again, you know, and I feel like the 20-somethings have been immersed in the, the newer love of star wars you know there was kind of the the old people like me and joel who uh raise your hand if you remember seeing uh, empire strikes back in the theaters yes that was me yes that was joel um but i but saw i saw jedi in theaters i remember that i I, I i remember return of the jedi in theaters well also but i do think that for 20 somethings it's got a little bit of everything and it's also experiential with your friends. Uh, Joel, I wasn't thinking of the romantic. I was thinking more of it's when you've left mom and dad and friends are everything in your 20s. Um, they could even do a show about people who are friends in their 20s. Uh, that would probably be a big hit. But um, it's it's experiential together. You're kind of in this thing together Um in your 20s, I'm going to bring up an honorable mention for me on this one because I don't think it'll hit any ages later. If we had not had Rise of the Resistance, you know, if this were a few years ago, I think Indiana Jones does the same thing. Yay, I'm so happy you said that. Yeah. I love that it, ride so much. And I had it just on the list of let's just put it somewhere. I don't know where, but somebody <laughs> has to talk about it because it's awesome. Okay, carry on. But I, I, so this might sound like absolutely stupid. But I feel like Rise of the Resistance and Indiana Jones are our sister attractions. You get into a car. It's based on a movie. You're transported to a different world. One little thing happens. Everything goes wrong. And you spend the rest of the time trying to escape that thing. And it ends with you being safe. The technology has just gone that much further. I think if Indiana Jones uh, was made today, it would be a lot like Rise of the Resistance. Now, Indiana Jones's ride vehicle is more appropriate for Indiana Jones, and then the trackless ride vehicle for Rise of the Resistance is appropriate. But that's where I was with the twenty somethings. Was this? I want to. I want to have an experience in my twenties. Teenager thrills was great. 20s i'm ready for some experiences so that's where i went with that this is where i think it's going to get really interesting now 30 to 45 
This is really interesting because I think, you know, it's funny because some people go, okay, 30 to 45, I was in my career. I was rocking my career. I was moving around. I was whatever. Some people, hey, I got married or I was raising kids or 30 to 45, everybody's experience in life was so different. And I think that might shape some of it. But I'll be interested to hear uh, what we've got going on. So why don't we start with Skipper Rob? What do you have for 30 to 45? Okay, it's already been mentioned, but the reason I think this fits perfectly for this age group is I'm in this age group. And imagine watching, of all the reactions for this ride, it's going to be the best for these people, especially in the 40s. And that's Rise of the Resistance, right? Okay. When somebody walks into that room with those stormtroopers, like you, if you, the person who's walking into that room who's like 40 years old, their mind is just being blown at that point because they are now in, they are now in a Star Wars film. They're in a Star Wars experience, right? And so I think that Rise of the Resistance is the best for that age group. And so um, when I've been choosing these, I'm thinking about, what is attached to these people's memories, nostalgia, mm-hmm. movies right there? So that is why I picked Rise for that age group. Because if there was one ride, it would be that one. If I, t- if I were to take any of my friends from high school, I'd take them to that ride. Because let's be frank, I mean, we all get a little bit bigger as we get older. So what ride vehicle can I fit in that's <laughs> going to accommodate me, you know, and uh, be something somewhat uncomfortable? So like Rise of the Resistance is is and is the best ride out there so that's what it's going to be beautiful i think that's a great choice rise of the resistance it speaks to how amazingly they nailed it that it could be on so many of these ages i mean it really is it's it's got a little bit of something for everyone but i think that i think you're right for that 30 to 45 it is just awesome all right see shelly we've got uh 30 to 45 years old. So I just went classic on this one. And I agree with Rise of the Resistance. I think it really does fit all of our age groups that we've talked about for different reasons. But I took kind of literally what you said about when we were setting this up, the you get one attraction, you only are going to Disneyland one time. Like, what what are you going to tell them to ride? And so I just went with the super classic Pirates. Mm. I'm um, so glad you did. That was awesome. Wait a minute, yeah, Joel, I you just, just raised your hand. Was that yours also, Joel? That was actually mine as well for that Good. age group. Awesome. Shelly, run us through your reasoning for it. Uh, really, that was it. I just thought if, you know, this is also my age group. And I just thought if they can only go once and they can only ride one attraction, the one that I feel like you've got to come away from Disneyland having said you wrote it is Pirates of the Caribbean. Just the the classicness of the ride. It's been around since the original. Of course, it's been updated to uh, <laughs> feature, feature good old Jack Sparrow, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's just classic. It is. Absolutely. Joel, uh, what was your, what was your reasoning? Well, uh, I was thinking it's uh, Shelly's age group. And so I, no, that wasn't. <laughs> um, Tap uh, into your inner Shelly. 
Yeah. No, I just thought kind of, I guess I, I'm telling a story through mine through in the twenties. Uh, you were finding that love. I'm figuring in that, uh, 30 to 45, uh, you've married, you have a couple kids, uh, quite honestly, just finding a nice, cool, dark place is kind of delightful at that point. Um, besides <laughs> the classicness of it. Uh, and I also imagine taking kids, you can keep babes in arms in that ride. You can kind of do uh, all that type of, uh, situation with younger kids. It's not too scary for them. Uh, it's just a great ride in that area just to kind of chill out and just, just sit back and enjoy the show. That is an awesome, awesome choice. I agree with both of you. I think those are great selections. I, I looked at it as I remember, especially I think more so as I was moving into my forties that, Hey, I'm still pretty young, right? I'm still pretty cool. I'm, I can still, so I looked at this as almost a transitional age, you know? And so uh, for 30 to 45, I actually went with uh, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. And the reason I went with Big Thunder is you're not, it's not herky-jerky going to put you in the hospital like the Matterhorn. And frankly, like Space Mountain kind of does, you know, it's got, it's got a lot of movement also. You get the thrills, but you also get a little bit of the imagination. I would not have put Big Thunder before the renovation without the new, you know, with the fireworks and the, every, the explosions going off and everything else. But I, I think this, this attraction kind of gives you that little bit of everything and it's great for this age range. You're, you can still enjoy that without feeling like halfway through you're, you're trying to remember the name of your chiropractor because you know, you have to go see him. So that's, that's mine for 30 to 45. I went with big thunder. Any Can I thoughts? do an honorable mention? Yes, Please. honorable mention really you quickly. Um, it's such a wide years age range. You did 15 years. So if I were to do like my 30s to 35 to 37-year-olds, if I'm going to cut that in half, it would be uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday just because they grew mm. up with. Like yeah. those people in that age range are obsessed with Jack Skellington, right? And I remember that came out when I was in high school, but those those people were like kids when that movie came out. So that's the attraction I would take them on just because it like like that emo young kid, though they just love Jack Skellington, those early 30-year-old millennials. That is a great honorable mention. And I agree. There's that that it kind of taps into that love of that age. So it's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Now we move into uh, the very, very old, old people who are 46 to 65. And uh, speaking of which, please get off my lawn. Um, Yeah, 46 to 65. And this is a big spread. I know that. And we just we couldn't spend all night with every five year increment. So think of the median, I guess, of 46 to 65. And uh, what you got? 46 to 65. Let's start with uh, C. Shelley. So I chose a lovely ride, a lovely, beautiful smelling good ride that happens to have been my mother's favorite for many years now. And that is Soren. Um, oh, good and call. I, 
I specifically do love Soarin' Over California, but Soarin' Over the World is pretty fun too. But just really either of those, it's it's such a literal breath of fresh air. I mean, they do blow smells at you, which by the way, I bought some of those candles. Um, well done. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and it's just gorgeous and it's so pleasant. I, I feel like you just come off of that ride so happy. I think, I think it's a wonderful ride for anybody, but I think this is a good age group for that can enjoy that ride no matter what. Absolutely brilliant. Good, good call. That attraction, a little foreshadowing, is going to come up again in this age group. So very well played. Uh, over to uh, Joel Skellington. What you got for uh, 46 to 65 year olds? Well, seeing as how I have not yet used it, this is the slot in which I put Rise of the Resistance. Um, the reason being, as you had mentioned, Sean, I remember watching the Star Wars movies when I was a child. Uh, I have lived almost my entire life, in fact, my entire memory of life with Star Wars being in existence. Um, and even though Rise of the Resistance leans towards the newer movies, you still have stormtroopers who are exactly the same. You have AT-ATs out there. You have Imperial soldiers. You have lightsabers. Admiral, lightsabers, Admiral Akbar. Yes, uh, or at least you know all the characters that I knew from the original Star trap. Wars um, were all in that. Um, and uh, it's just to live in that world, which you couldn't even imagine back when you were a kid. You don't get to live in the worlds that you see on screen in these fantasies even imagine that that is happening after you know 40 plus years of seeing that that it just it it blows you away brilliant what a great choice yeah absolutely and again it speaks to the fact that we've all had it kind of stacked in different ages speaks to the fact that they really nailed that attraction but i think you're right because when i go on it i know i have a very different experience than when my kids go on it but it's just as meaningful for each of us. So I, I love that. Uh, Skipper Rob, what you got for the uh, 46 to 65? I really want to take uh, some of these older people on Roger Rabbit's spin. I'm kidding. No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't First that be like the second, worst? I thought, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> like, this is a great ride. And then, like, what did I just do? No, it's not that. What happened? So to go along with my theme, with Joel, you know, he's talking about the Star Wars thing, but I, we mentioned it earlier, but I think Indiana Jones is kind of like the perfect, like, I love that. That's my favorite part. When you walk into the room and then the fire swirls up. Anyway, um... I, I think that works really well because it's still a bit of a thrill and they can feel young, but they remember when that movie came out. Mm -hmm. They're about the same age as Harrison Ford, a little bit younger, but you know, <laughs> like I, I just think that's a like a really cool ride. If I were to like take somebody in their fifties, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you with something really cool. Plus we're gonna go on a walk for about ten minutes uh <laughs> through this cavern. <laughs> You know, and so, hey, and then that's the guy from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, uh, Sala, he also played, uh, you know, Gimli. Anyway, so uh, it would just be a lot of fun just to take somebody on that one. I just think it's really cool. Also, pro tip, 
I am. St- I have figured out the best line. You know when they do the split. I hate, I don't get the whole split thing, but I hate, a lot of I, these. I just hate the split. The Jungle Cruise split so pointless, so yeah. pointless. And the same thing with the with the Haunted Mansion split. But also, pro tip: I think the Haunted Mansion split, the one on the left, that one kind of hugs on the outside, is the better of the cues. Mm. And then the split at at. Uh, Indiana Jones, where you have to choose a path. Will you go right or will you go left? Right? I go left because it loads me onto the ride on my left-hand side. And so when you exit it, you just go left and you go out. If you're on the right side, you have to go up and up over the and then down. And over. Yes. Right. Exactly. Wow, so, Rob, I never thought that through, but you are absolutely right. I just try to guess which line is going to be shorter. You, you would want to do that, but go left. Left is always the best way, in my opinion. I, I've heard a lot of Disney land and world connoisseurs say to always take the left no matter what, because people naturally in the U.S., we drive on the right. We, we just naturally, you know, we pass each other on the right so that the left is always the, the better way to go. So yeah, I think that is fantastic. Well, interesting. I would not have thought of that. Only because I wonder, as I'm not quite 50, in 15 years, how I'm going to feel about the ride vehicle of Indiana Jones. That's uh, true. But that's absolutely what I was thinking. That's my counterpoint, Rob. You, you won't feel my good. Parents have, <laughs> my parents have good. not liked that ride for several years now because it hurts their backs. So, yeah, I'm mm. going to I'm gonna go with a probably not on that for one. For me, it's pretty close to Matterhorn and has been for a number of years. It's, <laughs> yeah. I didn't I, think uh, of it that way. I, I have a friend who loves, loves Disneyland. And he was having a really, he was going through a really bad time. And I used to, I used to drive a Jeep and I had the top off the Jeep and we went to lunch and he goes, man, I just really, I am, you know, he was going through in between jobs and going through a divorce and he goes, I just don't have the money. I wish I could go to Disneyland. So I said, hang tight, close your eyes. I put on the Indiana Jones music and drove (laughs) my Jeep in a field, just kind of jerking you back and forth <laughs> and, and then uh, told him to close his eyes and imagine it. And then leaned over to him and went. And actually blew on his face that way. And he went, okay, I think we're done here, Sean, but it was very, very authentic. So anyway, good, good memory. I've done that with a few people recreating that ride uh so i will wrap things up in this category by agreeing with rc shelley i also have soren um soren is a special attraction it's quite often the first thing that we do because it has when we go to dca it has that medium line you know where you're fresh in the you're fresh you when you first get to the parks and lately the way my son and i have been doing it We've been getting in late on Friday night, so we haven't been rope dropping. We're getting to the parks at 10, 10, 15. By then, it's a half-hour wait for uh, Soren. It's not that long of a line. It's also right there when you walk in. But when you go in there, just that sound, that deep, bassy sound, and the lights go down. And I mean, even standing in line, having Patrick Warburton with <laughs> nice work, pal. Just the whole thing of it. and. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I think for a lot of people too, and, and this was special enough about Soren over California, which I agree. And I kind of wish that they would do two lines and two of the theaters or California, but I think also a reason that this is really good for this 46 to 65 year age range is that a lot of 46 to 65 year olds have traveled and maybe one or two of the places that they see in Soren around the world might, might trigger something. You know, I, I've been blessed to, through my job, I've been to Castle Nushuan scene. I've been on the Great Wall of China. You know, I've been able to see a lot of the things and, or there are places I haven't been, you know, where it shows Africa. I've never been to Africa. I want to go and you get that feeling of travel and of seeing things and swooping down. But the great thing is, where do you end on that ride? you end at Disneyland. Disneyland you're back and it's and it's Disneyland at night with the crowds and the fireworks and Tinkerbell yeah I think it's it's phenomenal I think it hits all the feels I think that that's the winner I just that explanation makes it the winner so um but if I can go back on this Shelly made a great point I didn't think about the old people and how it's going to jar them so I think about her dad I know her dad and if I were to go to Disneyland with her dad, I would take him on the Jungle Cruise. I would love to see how he reacts to all these terrible, cheesy jokes because I think it's like right in the sweet spot of people in like their 50s and 60s. They just love that kind of just cheesiness and humor. And so I will rescind uh, Indiana Jones and I will go with the Jungle Cruise, <laughs> Jungle my Cruise. beloved Jungle Cruise. Okay. See, and... If I were to take Shelly's dad, <laughs> my family would go, why are you taking a man you've never met to Disneyland? And I oh. would tell them to mind their own business. So, uh, but I would love to go with your dad sometime, Shelly. I'd love to go with anyone. He would so. love to go with anyone. Yes. And, and he would love fantastic. to talk the entire He's time. fairly jolly and very talkative. Well, we would get along well. So that's very good. Does he enjoy a good pun? Because, no, if, because if so, <laughs> we're going to have a good day. All right. Uh, we are into the final category. Over 65. And uh, I tried when we when I was looking at this, I know I was trying to think of, you know, my parents are in their late 70s now. And, you know, kind of where would I take them? You know, we're, we're, we're getting there in, in age. So I'll be interested to hear, Joel Skellington, what you got for over 65. Um, well, it's already been spoken of in such eloquence, uh, yet it, for me, is the one that makes most sense. It's the angel trainer, um, what we're calling soaring over the world. Um, mm. It's a little bit, uh, and a lot of, actually, Sean, a lot of the same reasons you uh, said were a thought is that it, 65 plus you maybe have visited these places so it's a little bit of a, a retouching on memories that you've had um it's a little bit of this feeling of seeing the world from up above because you know you're close to dying at some point um <laughs> and so it's just it gives you that that feeling now, but my my uh my mom that just my sounded mom, so funny <laughs> As I said, it's an angel trainer it's just how to how to fly around but uh, my mom loved the ride as well. And uh, I, mean, I don't know, I just had that feeling of like, and this is one, and it has a little bit of a thrill. So you could still say, I'm not dead yet. I'm still going on this, you know, highfalutin 
ride there, but uh, I don't know. It just seemed like a, a great a great place to to kind of say this is where I'm going to be chilling out, and this is this is excitement. I love that, Joel. I think it is great for the 65 plus. And out of fairness, especially uh, Joel, as we are soon to crest that 50 year old line, there is a pretty big difference between the 65 and the plus, you know, we're, we're yes. I, I know a lot of 65 year olds who are still rocking the Matterhorn and everything else. Yeah. Whereas maybe the 80 plus are not as much. So we are being a little bit broad here, but uh, I think that's a great, great choice. Uh, Skipper Rob. Areas. Yes. Skipper Rob. Okay. Here we go. Howdy folks. This is your captain speaking. I'd like to welcome you aboard the Mark Twain, Queen of the Riverboats. Our yeah. journey today I, will take I us think up about the of America, like hanging out like when you frontier. when you say 65 or older, I think All what would be a really cool ride to go on with my dad. And my dad just loves to like look at stuff and being able to take in like the scenery and stuff. Yeah. And he he loves nature. And I think Mark Twain is just such a relaxing really cool ride attraction because you can see so much. You see Frontierland, you see New Orleans Square, and then you have these little vignettes, these little scenes, right, that really kind of go back to that 50s era where Walt Disney produced those movies or those specials for ABC all about like the wild frontier and animals and things like that. So it just has that really cool nostalgia feel to it. So that is a ride I think I, my parents would really enjoy. It's just relaxing, and it's just a really cool ride. Rob, I, I love that choice. It actually had it. It was a finalist for this mm-hmm. age for me as well. And uh, I will say the older I get, the more I love the Mark Twain. And yeah. I, it's become a must-do for me in the parks. And yeah. I love that my son, who goes with me all the time, loves it also. Actually, all my kids love it. But yeah, I think the older you get, yeah, there is that that sense of nostalgia. So good call, Rob. See, Shelly. In that same vein, um, my runner up, I'm going to start with my runner up and then I like it. My real one. But my runner up was just the good old steam engine train um, to go around the park and Mm. see everything. So for just all the reasons that were already listed. Oh, but, that was great. I didn't think of that. That was really smart. Good, yeah, good just call. to be able to just sit and take it all in. The Grand Circle <laughs> Tour. Sure. Mm-hmm. What I really landed on for this age group is I, I'm going to take this age group to, to go see World of Color. And nice. um, it, it's late where I am right now, so I might get emotional because, you know, I'm tired. But I love it. I um. I, I just have memories of this already. I've done this with a couple of grandparents that have since passed. And this was the last thing that I took them to do and kind of the only thing they really had energy to do. Um, it was back when I was still working for Disney. Um, I've actually done this with three, three grandparents, but um, two of them have since passed. And it was when I could still use my main gate and, and sign them in. And just go for the evening. Um, Beautiful. And check out a little wheelchair even. Go eat some dinner um, and just roll up to the wheelchair section of World of Color and just watch watch the awe of, of the technology and the colors and the beauty and the music and the recognizable Disney movies. And so there's some special 
magic for me in this one because of some experiences I've had, but that, that is what I would do. Oh, I'm going to cry. Shelly, we should have ended with you. That was, that was beautiful. Yeah. I love that. I absolutely love it. So, and, and that's a special show and we'll be excited when that, when that comes back. Um, I, so I, when I really thought about this age, this 65 and up, um, and I do have a little bit of a caveat on my selection for it. Uh, but actually I was kind of surprised where I landed. I landed on the Pixar pal around on the non-traveling, the, uh, non-swinging of the Pixar pal around. And I actually landed on it because this topic was on my mind when I was at Disneyland. And one thing I realized when I go on Pixar Pal around, you know, which really is just a really cool, really big merry-go-round. I love looking at the parks and I realized that every time when I'm coming up toward the top, I remember when DCA was a parking lot. And I remember when, uh, Catella and Harbor, which you can see from the Pixar pal around was mostly filled with small motels. And I remember my grandparents, you know, I mean, I remember in the 1970s when my grandparents lived in Anaheim and driving around with them and just seeing, I can see Anaheim and Disneyland of the seventies But I also get this, and I think this would be even more so when I'm 65, when I'm 70, I get this incredible gratitude for Disneyland every time I'm on Pixar Pal around. When I'm up toward the top and I can see all of DCA, I can see uh, the Grand Californian, but you can really see across and you just get this vision of what is Disneyland and DCA and everything else. And it's just spectacular. And it's this wonderful moment to sit and just be grateful. And the older I get, the more I appreciate gratitude. And I appreciate things that inspire gratitude. And Pixar Pal Around inspires gratitude to me. And it's a nice moment, too, where you can sit and talk to someone. We were, we got put, it was so busy. I've, I've never had this happen before. We got put in a group with three other people when we were there on Sunday. And so we had three, uh, I say kids, they were in their mid-20s sitting across from us. Uh, They were from uh, Seattle, and we sat and talked to them the entire time. And there's, there's, talking's encouraged on that attraction. You're locked in a box with nothing else to do, and you point things out and look at that, and have you been on this, and are you having a good day? And I just think that's... uh, it's a it's a pretty cool experience, and the older I get, the more I like it. So, Pixar Pal Around is my choice, and uh, if I had the energy, I would edit this to end with your choice, Shelley. But that's all right. Um, well, this was great, guys. Any any other thoughts on all this? This came together so beautifully. I wasn't sure how this would all work out, but I love all the thought. And since it's almost one o'clock in the morning for C. Shelley, we need to wrap this thing up. But does anyone have any closing thoughts about what we've discussed or anything else we want to talk about? Let's do a lightning round really quickly. I'm putting everybody on the spot. At our current age, what is the one ride? If like you were to die tomorrow, which is morbid, what would be the one ride you would go on? 
what mm. would give you the most energy in your life saying like at this age this is what Disneyland or Disney rides mean to me wow who, who, who do you want go ahead sorry Shelly said Space Mountain yeah I have no hesitation it, it's just my favorite ride all time always will be forever it's the first ride I ride when I get there it's usually the last ride I ride before I leave and if I was dying tomorrow I'd want to ride it right now um, yeah. I'd be the same with Shelly. I'd be holding her hand and we'd be going like this unless <laughs> yeah. she's sitting next to her wife, but we'd be doing this together. We would be having so much fun. So I'm, I'm with Shelly as well. Space Mountain for me. Joel? Uh, Pirates is what first comes to mind. Uh, Pirates is one that I just have to hit and I just, it just brings up the joy in my heart. You know, it's funny because like I hadn't thought about it and I'm trying to not say this, but for me, the only thing that keeps coming to mind is Soren. For whatever reason, Soren keeps coming to mind. And uh, so right now, it's or, although I could go to Pirates really quickly. I mean, I could be swayed <laughs> over to Pirates. So it's a great, it's a great, great choice. And, and by the way, we'll wrap up with this lightning round question. Uh, spouse wise. Does your spouse share uh, your affinity for attractions or asking the same question? Skipper Rob, what would your wife say is hers? Her favorite ride is Indiana Jones. It's okay. her number one ride. That would be her answer for sure. Yes. See, Shelly, what's your wife? What, what is her favorite ride? So her favorite is is actually rock and roller coaster at Disney World. But if <laughs> if we were going to Disneyland, I think she'd say Incredicoaster. I think that'd be the one. Well, they are they are as close. Mm-hmm. That's the closest thing we have to rock and roller coaster. Yep. You realize that rock and roller coaster is just Incredicoaster and Space Mountain had a baby. Yeah. And it's called yeah. it's called rock and roller coaster. Although it rocks your brain head more than either of those. So yeah, it does. It does. Especially <laughs> oh, in those yeah, loop de loops. It mm-hmm. slams your head back and forth. Joel, your wife? Uh Indiana Jones, which is why I still write it, even though it causes me pain. But that's <laughs> that is her her number one. Awesome. Uh, my wife is, uh, it would be anything that makes it so she doesn't have to go to Disneyland. That would be her favorite attraction. <laughs> anything outside of the Disneyland or Disney World parks. Uh, but she does love the teacups because that's her dad's favorite ride. So she uh, she does love the, the, the teacups, I would guess. I, she won't go anymore. So I, uh, yeah. Not Sad. just not a Disney parks person. So, so Uber yeah. is her favorite ride. <laughs> Uber home. Yes. Uh, yeah. And in fact, it's always the battle because she loves the outdoors. And so we'll be hiking and I'll say, wow, this looks just like big thunder mountain. And she'll stop me, Sean, big thunder mountain looks just like this. Stop it. <laughs> So on that (laughs) note, folks, uh, we will uh, wrap things up for the Castle Collective. This was such a fun episode and a special thanks to Shelly. It's I mean, it's 1045 for the rest of us. But for Shelly, it's almost one in the morning and she's got to teach a whole bunch of rowdy kids tomorrow. So just just pray for me that I fall asleep quickly. That that, (laughs) that would be the great thing. 
Well, I, I, I need to give one quick shout out to two listeners who have really been engaging with us on social media. We got a wonderful message from Chelsea Kemp, who uh, is a regular listener and is heading to the parks very soon with uh, their family. And we just appreciate Chelsea reaching out. And then also to Jolene Ridd, who whenever we go live, Jolene always jumps on with us live on Instagram and lots of comments and lots of great messages. And we love all of our listeners and we get some great messages. If you're not following us on social media, we would love to have you follow us there. We often go live from the parks. And then also, boy, if you could leave us a five-star review, it would mean the world. But in the meantime, on behalf of Joel Skellington, C. Shelley, Skipper Rob, I've been Sean Rapier, and we will see you guys next time on the Castle Collective.